Support for Best of Belfast comes from listeners just like me who love Northern Ireland and believe we have a better story to tell. A massive thanks to all of you listening who have already joined the Producers Club, especially our Titanic producers, Barclays Eagle Labs, Ulster University, Young Enterprise Northern Ireland, Gavin Wall, Peter Dixon, and of course, the Orma Baths team. Today's episode wouldn't exist without you. To find out more about how you can support independent ad-free media, get invitations to live podcasts, and submit questions to our guests, please visit bestofbelfast.org. Thanks so much, and really hope you enjoy today's show. Well, well, what's a crack? Got something a wee bit interesting for you today, something a wee bit different, but something that I had an absolute blast doing, and I know that you'll really, really enjoy it. So... Rag Dogs is a new startup founded by six young women from Bloomfield Collegiate School in East Belfast through something called the Young Enterprise Northern Ireland Company Programme. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know I'm a massive fan of Young Enterprise Northern Ireland. I went through this exact same competition when I was in school that we're going to be talking about today, and it has had a massive impact on my life. So I was really excited to sit down and chat to them. So the group being barking mad about the environment have developed a series of products around two passions taking care of the planet and having fun with their dogs rag dogs produce handmade eco-friendly dog toys with materials that would otherwise be sent to landfill sites and have partnered with animal welfare charities like a cc to create a profitable business with a social impact So after making their way through a series of highly competitive competitions against other student businesses Ragdogs are away out to London today to represent Northern Ireland in the UK Young Enterprise Final. I had the absolute honour to sit down with them to discover what they've learned along the way, how they feel about the big final in London, and what it's been like to juggle starting a business with your A-levels. Unbelievable. So I was absolutely blown away by the success these young women have had, the wisdom, and of course, the great banter. And I know that you guys are going to really enjoy it. So without further ado... Here we go. Hi, we're Ragdogs from Bloomfield Collegiate School. And we're barking mad about the environment. And you're listening to The Best of Belfast. Alright guys, what's the crack? My name is Matthew Thompson and welcome to Best of Belfast, the podcast that celebrates our wee country, Northern Ireland. Each episode gives you the opportunity to get to know and learn from some of the incredible people who call this place home through our unfiltered conversations the show is brought to you from our recording studio in ormo bass barclay eagle labs a co-working space right here in the heart of the city center support for best of belfast comes from our producers club where listeners just like you pledge as little as one pound a month in exchange for exclusive perks invitations to live podcasts some northern irish swag and much much more massive massive thank you to all of you who are part of that especially our titanic producers town square cafe gavin wall ali hart Young Enterprise Northern Ireland, and of course, the Omo Bass team. We could not do this show without our producers, and thanks to your support, we can keep it running and allowed to stay ad-free. So, really appreciate you. To find out more about the great work these guys do, and support us on our journey to 100 interviews, please visit bestofbelfast.org. Okay, that's it for me. Time to jump straight into today's conversation with this week's local legend. So I, can eat dry che- I just eat sometimes dry I Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah, I tried Weetabix and Cheerios in the same bowl. You know what? Only whenever I'm desperate and like I've ran out of Cheerios and haven't had enough for Cheerios and then you throw it in and like best it's decision the ever. It's nicest have you ever Yeah, so time. epic. Your I love Weetabix. Will be changed. No, either do I, but your life will be changed. It's so nice. Game changing. Yeah. Game changing. I used to like when cereal was soggy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so you have to eat it quickly. Yeah, no, I, I love to eat it quickly if I have it. I can, I don't know why, and that's uh, country not cornflakes. My favorite cereal still of all time is brown flakes. Like, I don't brown flakes and country not cornflakes and rice krispies and love shreddies. Mm. Mm. And shreddies um, are good. Country not cornflakes are up there and frosties. Mm. The only time I ever had cereals like that was when I went on holiday, and you know, you get like wee mini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They're so good. Although everyone always picks the good ones first, and then there's yeah. nothing left. Yeah. I used to eat cereal three times a day. I used to eat it in the morning <laughs> after school and before I went to bed, and I'm not even joking. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. I eat it like twice a day now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just got <Nice>. done. <laughs> 
Cool. So moving away from the wonderful topic of cereal and into raggies. your company, into Raggies. Um, one of the questions we sometimes start off with, this is the hardest question you'll get all interview, I promise, okay? This is a good opportunity for you to pitch, okay? Okay. You walk into an elevator, Liam Neeson standing there, you have a short wee ride up, how do you pitch rag dogs to him? Hi, we're rag dogs from the Fiona <laughs> just come. We're barking mad about the environment. And then we always, that's all how we always start. Barking mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that's our wee slogan on our, all our posters and everything. Um, but I, what else would we say? Just I think we would just kind of talk about our product and what we do. So what is your product <laughs> and what do you do, Catherine? So, um, oh, <laughs> so, you know what, Polly? Um, <laughs> we have the Russell and the Jack as our products. They're both five pound. Um where the Jack's got a tennis ball on it and then the Russell's like the integrated like weaving technique sort of thing. Um, so we do that and then we obviously sell that on our website and we also have a lot of sales generated through social media like mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram and then Twitter as well. We get a lot of retweets. So that's Epic. Good. And do you guys make the products yourself? Does someone else make them for you? Mm, yeah, our products are completely handmade. Um, but we've also like recruited some year eight and nine pupils in our school. <laughs> like a Genius. little sweatshop and they come and like, <laughs> make them and we bribe them with sweets. Um, and we're also trying to get in, con- in contact with Orchardville, which is like a a charity for like people with disabilities and they like make stuff. So we're hoping if our production levels get too low, then we'll have to recruit them. Yeah. We didn't actually say what it was. It's dog toys made of old t-shirts. t-shirts yeah, we yeah. didn't really say that. <laughs> Eve, that's why you're here. You're here to keep everyone on track. The details, yeah. woman. 100% recycled. Yeah, yeah. eco-friendly, but yeah, saving the planet. We just kind of use year eights when we had high demand and we had little time, really. Yeah. But at the minute, we're just making them all ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. So I also was in your shoes, did Young and Private School, absolutely loved it, time of my life. Wouldn't be involved in business today if it wasn't for what you guys have just gone through. Take us back, way back to even the year before you were doing Young Enterprise. Like, how did you guys find out about it in your school? Because for me, it was basically like, right, Wednesdays, mate, you can either go and play rugby or you can do this thing called Young Enterprise. What's Young Enterprise? I don't know. It's some sort of like, you set up a business with your mates and you just do that. And I was like, ah, that sounds all right. What were your guys' experience? How did you find out about it? Well, Mr. McAvoy sort of just sent us, he's our teacher, he's in charge of all of it. Shout out Mr. McAvoy. Yeah, shout out Mr. McAvoy. I love that. (laughs) And he just sent us out like an email and just like anyone who wants to do it. And there was, I think it was only us who replied being like, yeah, we want to do it. Yeah, so it was just lucky all seven, all six of us then we replied. Um, so then... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, so we had an application form, had to do like a CV, say oh, why wow. we wanted to do it. And then then we all got chosen, whatever. But I wasn't into business at all. Like I didn't think that I would like ever be interested in it. But now after this, I'm regretting not doing it for either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah, definitely, definitely taught me as something that I... Like, I already knew I wanted to do business, but this is like, definitely convinced me of what I want to do when I leave school, so cool. yeah. it helped. No, I actually didn't know I wanted to do business. I did visit to the GCSE, and I do it for A-level. Like, I love the subject, but I never thought before I did this that I wanted to go into business. Mm. But now I've kind of figured that that would be something I'd like to do. Yeah, cool. And so, do any of you have any, like, previous business ex- escapades like were you ever like selling donuts in school whenever you weren't supposed to be or <laughs> car boot sales or was this your kind of first entry point um, i think this was the first for well, me yeah <laughs> when i was in primary school i had a wee go touch on. shop like but go on no i did like i used to bring in stuff and i used to sell it i don't know if you remember but i did <laughs> um in like p6 and p7 like i asked my teacher and we were supposed to give the money to school but i don't know how we actually did that <laughs> <laughs> i sold i actually don't know what we did once <laughs> I sold the oh, bands yeah. in like year nine. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, did that. I actually did do that. So you were walking in with that kind of tuck shop, car boot sales sort of experience. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, it, yeah. So <laughs> whenever, did we use all mates before rag dogs started well, i think we were all for, like we all obviously we all know each other we've been in the same year for like six years but i think like we've definitely all become like a close really friends. close group of friends as well as you know, a business together. Mm. Yeah. So it's been nice to get to know people. Before we were all kind of in separate friend groups. I know some people were like friends, but most of like we didn't really come yeah. together until this. Cool. So you just went in, you started a new year, you started a young enterprise. What were some of your early company ideas? Like we did you just run with something before Rag Dogs? Yeah. Did, we had we were like so set on this idea of scrunchies. Right. Weren't we? So we wanted to do like what was it like high vis? 
scrunchies so that when people were walking (laughs) 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 so when people were walking to school then like it was like a safety aspect of it but then like it was like this was like a day and then erin texted and she was like guys didn't think this is like the best idea i think we should (laughs) think we should rethink it so then but it it really didn't take us long to think of the idea i remember the day you came in and you said something about the pet market being like yeah. a really big like market and there was like a gap for like environmentally friendly stuff and if there was it was really high priced like they were like how much was it on like eight, nine yeah up, uh, above nine pounds and we were like that's too much so we wanted to make something that was a bit cheaper but was also saving the planet at the same time no so, big deal just saving the planet yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our products like are 100 percent recyclable like our tags our string our business cards packaging everything, everything yeah is 100 percent have you ever seen 101 Dalmatians, the cartoon version? Yes. Right, so you know at the start, there's like that wee scene where uh, the owners are walking the dogs and they both look alike. Like the owner looks like the yes. dog and they all yeah, kind of have yeah. the same sort of mm-hmm. hair. You could roll this like like previously unused scrunchie product as like a wee like partner product so that the owner can wear something too. <laughs> Somehow find a way to get that recycled. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like just Matt, we came up with a grand idea of um, wearing rag dogs in our hair, but yeah. <laughs> with the presentation wearing dog toys. Yeah. We quickly shut that down. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we really so how did you start to then take an idea into a reality? I know it's a massive question. I'm trying to think. Back. I think it was like the I like we sort of all knew that you know it was a big market and there was a lot of there what well, there was a gap like i know that there's a lot of dog toys out there and there's a lot of pet stuff but we knew that there was a gap for like cheaper environmentally friendly stuff but we had to we did have to think of a way that we'd be able to do it and make sure it was sustainable and everything um it, it took us a while to get like a supply of clothes so we had first of all we were going to like shops like tesco and next and like ringing them up and being like like where do you send your clothes because we were reading that loads of them sent to landfill so we ran them up they were like no no no, we don't do that and they like weren't giving us anything but then when we were like looking into it me and erin we volunteered in a charity shop so we were asking the woman she was like yeah yeah we have rag bags and they just go to like a factory or something so we're like right well you're not going to use them so mm. could we take some of the stuff so that's what we've been doing we've been going to oxfam and because bally hack's so good because there's so many charity shops so that's what we've been doing just going there and like taking the clothes that they're not going to use and that's been our main source of like yeah supply but that was hard at the start that was mm-hmm. a challenge yeah it was definitely and then we also set like a clothes bank up in school so we put like a uh, bin outside smart. the assembly hall and really like smart. like a lot of people actually did put stuff in mm-hmm. it they don't really anymore but they did you know start. teachers were quite generous giving us yeah. stuff and everything and it was it is it t-shirts that you needed is that the kind of core material like cotton yeah, yeah. like pajama bottoms or like t-shirts yeah. like that sort of stuff cool so for the people listening like you've told us what the product is but like what actually is it like is it like a chew toy it's kind of like a tug of war toy. Got you. And then the tennis ball one, obviously, you know, the dog can like play yeah. with the tennis ball as well. So the rustle, it's like waved. So you know those toys where you pull it and then there's like the holes in it. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So that's that one. So it's like more like intricate, takes longer to make. But then the uh, jack, it's just plaited. Mm. So, and then there's a tennis ball through it. So then it's like a tug toy, but it's more like, a fun toy yeah 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 a lot of people ball. say that they're like dogs love tennis balls so that's why we made yeah. that one as well and then so when we were looking at at the start for the tennis balls we wanted to make our product like 100 percent recycled but at the start we were just getting them from like were you getting them from Poundland mm-hmm. or something and we're like right this isn't sticking with our <laughs> brand at all so then uh it was actually open night I was taking this family round and he was saying like do you need recycled tennis balls I was like yeah he was like well I work for David Lloyd's yeah so I was like oh great so I went over to David Lloyd's and they he gave us these massive like bags of tennis balls because they literally use them like three times and then they're done so he gave us those and they still they look yeah they look like like brand new like you wouldn't think that they've been used 
So then we have so many of them. Yeah. Well, so, so he gives us those, and then we drill holes in them with our technology teacher, <laughs> <laughs> and then put them on the toys. So, I yeah. thought you were just going to end that sentence with our technology, and I was like, <laughs> naive. I know you're supposed to like big up like what you do, but yeah. like I don't know if drill if a drill is like exclusive technology because <laughs> yeah. it's always like that. Whenever yeah. you're pitching to people, you're like, uh, like we sold we sold t-shirts. That's what we did, and see the amount of stuff like the way you spin your story is unbelievable. It's like you know these are like bespoke in-house design like world original and they're like oh you mean your mate made it for you yeah (laughs) (laughs) so good so i know part of the young enterprise journey is then going to trade fairs and selling to the general public and shopping centers and that sort of stuff Catherine, what was your first sort of like trade fair experience like was it a a instant success you went and you sold out or what was your experience um it was actually st george's market Mm. um we had went there we're selling our products we actually did get quite a few sold but we didn't win any awards that night oh. or that oh, day, salty. so we were very <laughs> salty. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't win any awards, but I think it was a good experience, kind of just to see, you know, like our first like sales and kind of like how we operate and stuff like that. And then after that, it was the Victoria Square, and that was good as well. That was when we won the Belfast area, and then also um, customer service and digital presence. Yeah. So we were all happy about that because that got us through to the yeah. NI finals. Um, and then that night, we also had our school Christmas fair. Was it? Or was yeah, well, it was, the St. Or was that, after St. After, George's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, after St. George's yeah. was the Christmas fair. Yeah. And that's when we, we sold out that night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was good. I think for yeah. that, during those, like, trade fairs and stuff, it was nice to, like, get actual feedback from, like, because obviously we were just sort of getting feedback from, like, our teachers, and obviously they are all, like, like yes, it's you, amazing. like, support us. Yeah. And, You're like, superstars. But it was nice to actually get, like, comments from like and we literally had people buying them who didn't didn't have dogs like we yeah, convinced them we actually so did we sort of thought that was quite good because they're going home playing it with their spouse they're yeah, like in like, the back uh, garden Yeah. <laughs> 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 how did you manage to juggle the act of keeping a lot of stock having to make a lot of stock and then sell the night like did you ever have way I, too much yeah. did you ever not have enough there's a lot of times we didn't have enough like for this for and um, we have a lot coming up at the minute and um, we really didn't have enough st- stock so i think we sort of set a limit so we're like okay we'll make four like four each of us will make four per week mm. and then by the end of the week we sort of all bring them together and then there's we automatically yeah. have a lot because we've all made four during the week so well we've got quite a, a reasonably big grip like there's six of us so if we each put in like a little effort it'll make like a big amount but we've never gone to a trade where we like feel like oh we didn't make enough like yeah. that one where we sold out like that was two trade fairs in one day so we were like oh no like we couldn't have made anymore we had like yeah, yeah, 200 yeah. toys like wow. yeah That's yeah, epic. yeah we sold a lot and it was, yeah it was very rewarding yeah <laughs> <laughs> love the buzzword there yeah. <laughs> very good and what was the first time you were starting to pitch, starting to be kind of in the competition side of the company program? Is that Victoria Square? Yeah, Victoria, Victoria Square. Square was the yeah. first pitch. Yeah, because there was awards at St. George's Market, but it wasn't a proper competition. It was kind of just they had awards for people. You're just saying that because you didn't win? Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it was a competition, but it didn't actually really result in anything. anything. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like a friendly football game. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah exactly. Really. Although we are, we all were a bit raging. But, <laughs> you know what? It was fine. Look where we are now. So did that motivate you? I think it I, did. I think it did. Because I then, think there's a lot that's motivated us. Yeah. Like, well, for like the next one, then we were like, right, like we know we can do well, so we're going to like pull out. Like for the presentation, we'd rehearsed it over and over and over again, and like we just wanted to make sure it was perfect. And for the interview at the stall, like we just wanted to make the best that it could possibly be. Mm. you say a lot motivated you Polly like what else motivated you I think like like obviously seeing our success like not even just like selling but like there's actual people like reaching out to us like on our Facebook being like we want to work with you like Carolyn Stewart us reaching out to her and her replying and meeting with us like I think it's just the fact that the amount of support we have from people like our school and everything like we've realized how much this is actually like a proper thing Mm. and like I feel like it's motivated all of us and we've all we're all so passionate and we're like we all want this to succeed so see on like a bigger picture like would you say Northern Ireland is a good place to start a business yeah why (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good community well, there's lots of opportunities as well, like with the young enterprise, and then obviously, like in the Invest NI, like you have a lot of, like, 
encouragement almost and like a lot of like reason to start like if it wasn't for young enterprise like i know it's in england as well but like if it wasn't for that then we wouldn't be like where we are today yeah Yeah. and then like i wouldn't be interested in business at all where actually i am interested in business now i do it like yeah i think it's a good place yeah yeah, yeah. There's, a lot of opportunity. <laughs> there's a lot of opportunity i think it's because it's a small place as well yeah we like quite... you know it's easier to get in touch with people and it's easier to like you know get opportunities and stuff too so yeah it's been good and then i can't i don't know what way they do it now but i know back in the day there was almost like a county competition you entered into Mm-mm. no i don't think they do that oh, no. so how did you progress from to the final basically what were the the steps to that if that well, makes that sense was the belfast trade area yeah so, so that was when we won victoria square yeah cool. so basically like each school like their young enterprise they all have like a region they're from so um there's like different regions but we were in the belfast um and then after we'd won that we got through but there's quite a few regions i don't yeah. know how many there was but there was a lot of work involved getting from victoria square to the actual final like we had a <laughs> lot to do like we had to think about things that like other businesses and stuff had done like make sure our social media like I think our social media is the best anyway but you know like improving it and just making everything be like perfect before the Northern Ireland finals so what have you done on social media that's really worked for you because you were saying Catherine you've done a lot of sales on social yeah um that's obviously been a big part of what you guys have been doing how have you gone yeah, about doing well, that Polly is our social media person and she does like such a good job come on Polly yeah (laughs) like she's done the website and she's done like she's been so interactive on the Instagram like we've had like polls and countdowns and Mm. like she's been posting stories on like dogs buy our product or not dogs buy our product (laughs) (laughs) product. that's the future mate Um, yeah and she's like been like doing videos on it and like honestly so many people have said that like our social media is so good like she's worked so hard at it and it, i think it's brilliant yeah so. that's awesome i think, I think it's just Polly definitely a big run for like <laughs> promoting our product as well because we've done like um the bundle deal which was like seven pound and we've done like at easter and stuff like that and the valentine's day so i think that was definitely a good way just to generate more sales yeah our sales always increased at those like different th- yeah. bundle deals yeah, yeah definitely and then just promoting our product and all the photos as well and it's all been yeah, really good. It's really job. good layout, I think. <laughs> really, yeah. really good. And um, we have like people like sending in pictures of their dogs with the toy oh, and great. then posting it. That's like, so yeah. so good. Yeah. So you were like you accidentally said the dog was buying something, right? <laughs> but I was chatting to one of my mates the other day and uh his dog I'd be careful because it's a secret, but his dog has its own Instagram page and it has like mm. loads and loads of followers. But they talk as if it's the dog's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I thought this was so rare, I never heard this in my life, and apparently, like, loads of other dogs are, like, commenting underneath it, like, people, owners pretending to be their dogs. Have you come across that online? Yeah. You do that? My dog has an Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's actually my sister that runs it, but yeah, yeah. she hasn't posted it in a while, to be honest. But we actually, when we had started up Ride Dogs, I'd, like, promoted it on it, but I don't know if we got very many followers. Yeah, well, right. tell <laughs> but he does have, like, a thousand purchase followers. Purchase three Dogs, and this dog might get a wee feature. Yeah, because you know yeah. where, like, a lot of companies now, they work with influencers, and they send them, you know, fake tan, and then, you know, they, they promote, promote them it. to their followers. Yeah. Like, it would be, it's almost like dog influencers. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have we had. have done that. Yeah. Like yeah. Reggie the cockapoo. Yeah, he's like quite like a famous and Ralph the Ralph the last the lasso or something. Ralph. All these big, all these big names in the yeah, dog world. Big dogs. <laughs> big dogs. Yeah. Um, and Helen Anderson and Lush Leah as and well. Lush, Le- Lush Leah. Oh wow. Lush Leah and Helen Anderson are YouTubers. Um, Helen Anderson has like um seven hundred thousand subscribers, so she's got a lot. It's a million over both of her channels, so it's quite a lot. And then Lush Leah has like. <laughs> nearly, 100K. nearly 100k yeah. so wow. her dog and helen anderson's dogs have but we've got loads of followers from them like when yeah. they it's us okay. so we just got like all these followers yeah. coming through so it was have you life. ever seen the the wee dog that flies around c.s lewis square on a skateboard i think i you should work of. you should work with him he's a, he's a big local dog <laughs> <laughs> oh we should reach out yeah you should reach out i think he's uh yeah he's definitely like relatively famous in the dog world so I'll have a think. I'll actually make a wee note of that and see if I can... Uh, I'm just going to write down skateboard. That should probably... <laughs> you, you do a lot of stuff with a CC. So am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. So we have like a kind of like a partnership with a CC. So we like reached out to them because obviously they're like a big dog charity. So we met, <laughs> yeah. so we met up with them and Joan, 
We shout out. Um, she was brilliant. She came into school, brought her dog, Quincy, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was really cute and played with our product. And then we went up and visited them and got some pictures and stuff. Yeah, they're also, they were also talking about um, putting our products in the shop. Like in their um, Assisi shops, but we're still to organise that because Amazing. we was, need to get the sign. Yeah, That's what they it wanted. Was, it was good to like partner with them because they could test our product on their dogs because they had some like massive dogs. So they test out our our product and they gave us some really positive feedback. Like they thought it was yeah good. We also took our products to the Streamville farm to oh, the puppies. Yes. Oh, yeah, I had a great day. Um, and we tested on them and they, they actually loved them like we we were a bit surprised like we thought like puppies like they're not really gonna like they actually loved it that's great yeah. so that was fun as well what other feedback did you get from some of your earlier competitions or being in front of you know judges or a panel or whatever what pieces of feedback then made you make a lot of change like was there any kind of constructive criticism came from the early days or was everyone just really nice to you we uh we never really got like have we got like really negative feedback like they the like oh yeah that that was one thing about the tennis balls they right. always they were saying how like it wasn't one hundred percent recycled and that could be good if it was because like we would really be sticking with our environmental like status so then that's when we like reached out David Lloyd's and then we got that connection cool. so. That was re- I can't really think of anything else. Don't really really think like, again. No, I don't think I think everyone's been really supportive rather than positive criticism. Yeah. So then walk us through the actual the pitch for the final itself because that's quite a big deal because yeah. this year you were pitched in front of like a live it was, audience. It was, it was, it was big, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really scary. It was like, like Dragons like, Den Apprentice sort of stuff. Yeah, wasn't it? it was mad. Like we had to stand up and obviously like pitch our ideas and like our presentation didn't go great. Like if we're being totally honest, like I sort of forgot what I was saying a bit. Like Polly had to come in and like say my bit, but like I feel like it was like just nerves like we were because we so obviously wanted to do well mm. um but then we went into the interview so it was with the judges so it was pete snodden eleanor mcavoy and um bill wolseley and so we did the interview in front of them and it went like really well like they said our interview was like perfect so i think we sort of redeemed ourselves um after that but yeah the presentation was stressful <laughs> but you know yeah. what? it was it was a good learning experience because we knew next time that well, you know, we'll have like a cue card or something to read off, like keywords, because that was my problem, because I forgot what I was saying. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why do you use, why did you just really want it? Like, why did you just care about it? Because I was like, so totally into my young enterprise company. Like, it was like, it became my life for a year. Like, yeah. I really became obsessed. And not a lot of teams have that. Some teams do, and it's typically the teams that have that, that then are, you know, involved in the competitions. Why did you want to win so bad? And I, I'm guessing... Why do you really want to do well in London, you know, yeah. going forward and you go over for the UK final? I think it's because, see, like, when you make an idea and when you have your own idea, then, like, that that's what you've, like, created. So, like, you want it to do the best it possibly can. So, like, oh, it's like and some companies say if they've, like, shipped stuff in or stuff, but we've actually thought of this own idea ourselves mm. and we're making them ourselves and like we've spent hours and hours and hours like plaiting or like weaving these toys so like it has to be for something you know so that's why we were so like motivated to do well in the northern ireland so then then to go on to do well in london would be like great okay. yeah <laughs> it would be <laughs> let me get to go to europe after that. yeah so let's like let's talk about london like for the people listening what does that look like yeah, so it's that's like, crazy. It's like a like two nights we go, but it's like basically like the busiest two days. Like we have to do obviously a, like a presentation, and then there's an interview at our stand. So like the judges will come around and like ask us questions, and then we also have like the big presentation, obviously. And then we'll find out on like the Tuesday night. But after we do the presentation, mm-hmm. we'll find out if we've won or not. Um, and then there's like a third, second, and first, and then there's other rewards as well. There's like creativity awards and stuff yeah even if we want anything we'd be happy but i think to like to get this far it would be like amazing yeah to win like i think it really would be like the biggest thing ever <laughs> <laughs> is ragdog something that you can see continuing after the young enterprise journey 
Yeah, no, I think it could definitely like from our sales um, we've got like a good idea of where I could go. And we were thinking about continuing in the summer and going to like different trade fairs and selling our products there. And then obviously just continuing to promote like online and stuff like that would definitely help generate more mm-hmm. sales, really. And then obviously there's been like shops that have reached out to us in England as well. Um, like wanting to sell our products so we can continue to do that like set, uh, selling them to those shops so you can then sell them as well so just to keep up like our sales revenue mm. and stuff so now I couldn't wait to ask you guys was how have you found juggling business with your academic life? yeah I think that was a big thing <laughs> we gave up like I'm not even joking I think the study supervisor was getting a bit sick of us like yeah. every single day can we sign out for your enterprise can we sign out can we sign out like all the time like we up until I think like two weeks before our exams we were all like yeah fully doing it like just kept going like on Wednesday we have like how many seven study periods and we were signing out like the whole, the whole Wednesday <laughs> like any study period opportunity we had we were basically like signing out yeah, yeah. but obviously when our exams came we like yeah, we, we just stood on them yeah. and had a break and then we got back straight back into it when, as yeah. soon as basically as soon as our exams were done because you are 17 yeah 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 uh it's a lot to be doing like and I'm sure mm-hmm. maybe some of you's had you know it wasn't just school and business you probably some of you had sports some of you maybe had an instrument some of you maybe had like yeah. what personally did you guys how did you manage the I'm going to say stress um, yeah. I'm just going to phrase it like that well see when like so because it's dog toys right and we're making them ourselves it was like quite like not easy but there was like a time where you just like say like watching tv or like you're in bed then you just like make a dog toy and then go to bed (laughs) (laughs) like so like that was quite good that we didn't have to it wasn't like drilling and like you know it was it was quite it's like not like it's quite simple like you're just like weaving and stuff so that was like a good thing because we had we could set time aside but then as well like coming up to our exams we had to like be realistic and be like our exams you know they're really important we just have to have it take a step back and focus on them instead of ragdolls because the whole year we've just been like ragdolls yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like we always say that it was it is sort of like doing another a level yeah, yeah. Like, there's so, like we give up so much work and so much time to do it so mm-hmm. it's like it is stressful experience but yeah. i think it's all worth it definitely because even like as well as study we were also giving up lunch times to do it as well yeah mm-hmm. because we weren't obviously all in, st- in study at the same time so mm-hmm. if you're in class so yeah. just kind of get us like all together we had to give up lunch time yeah there's so. a lot of lunch times given up yeah yeah there's some weeks it. where we just our entire lunches you know, every like, day the whole wow. yeah study yeah. periods commitment. every day lunchtime <laughs> commitment yeah. sometimes yeah. even break time form yeah. time like honestly because, yeah every form time yeah because it's obviously behind the scenes stuff like all about like your finances stuff and then your packaging like that stuff that like people who are buying it maybe don't see but then it's a massive part of the business like you need to that needs as much care as like making them as well as the production line big time how have you guys managed the team dynamic like has there been any bumps along the road of, <laughs> um, I say this almost uh, sarcastically like any falling out or anything yeah. like that obviously alright Polly the floor is yours away you go at the start of the year okay we like you know there, there's obviously as a team there's always going to be disagreements people are going to have different views people are going to think people like you know what I mean there's always going to be a disagreement yeah. so there was like a big fight one time. <laughs> do we need to go um, into details? I'm not going into the details but there was like a big fight where it was like the team like basically got divided and like three of us were like unhappy with the other three <laughs> vice versa and um, it wasn't too good. And there was like a lot of shouting, a lot of tears. No there, was, there was a lot of anger and hatred at that time. But it was, it, you know what? I am not even joking. Eve, right? your PR woman's like, no, cut, stop it, stop it. Coming out the other side of that was, I'm glad, I, this sounds weird, but I'm glad it happened because coming out the other side we were so motivated and it was it actually helped all of us because I think we needed a ha- to have like a discussion yeah. to make sure we all knew we were all on the same page mm-hmm. everybody was pulling the weight equally everybody was you know doing everything they should be doing and I think that we if we hadn't have had that chat like people it might not have been the same so I'm glad yeah. we it also it. kind of cut the tension like yeah. after we kind of sorted everything it kind of just like 
it actually yeah. just we kind of came out like Closer, the better side yeah you know? but the thing is like it's hard because we weren't like none of us were really like that close and then we were all suddenly like pushed together and like we had to yeah. work together as a team and have all these different roles and like try and figure out like the dynamic of the group and then mm-hmm. it was like the first meeting like um we were all like de- had designated roles and maybe some people didn't want those roles or those roles didn't suit some people so then it was all about like like people were trying to find their way into the group but like we were like you know we were all basically like we weren't like close friends but then so we were just like figuring our way you know like through but then now that we've overcome that we're all like we've got our roles like the roles have changed or people have joint roles you know it's more like dynamic group now than yeah, it and was like before has, like we that was literally the only like there's not really sometimes obviously there's going to be disagreement but it's yeah rarely happens yeah. anymore mm-hmm. yeah. i think so. it's always but, like with business you're always gonna have some yeah. disagreement yeah definitely. but then it's healthy as well because like say for the, like if we'd gone with the scrunchies everyone was like yeah that sounds great and nobody had spoken up about doing the scrunchies go on Aaron. because <laughs> <laughs> there was people there selling scrunchies yeah. at one of the things but like we wouldn't have been we wouldn't even be here right now to no, be honest i don't think I don't think wearing our been. rag dog fleeces exactly <laughs> i don't think it would have got this far if we did that to be honest yeah. no Mm-mm. I don't know. We just got a good market, I think. Yeah, and we wouldn't have got here. We always have to give a wee shout out to our business advisor, um, Claire Templeton. Yeah. <laughs> Queen. Um, we love her a lot. She's really, really helped us and been so like always like giving up her time to come and help us, as well as Mr. McAvoy and Mr. Irvine and Barbara as well. They've given up so much time, we definitely wouldn't be here without them either. So big thanks. That's cool. Yeah. Uh potentially another triggering question. This is just based on my young enterprise experience, okay? And that is, have you ever had to deal with different levels of commitment from people of the team? Because always in the, in the team, there's always like yeah. people who are like in it to win it. They've like already tattooed rag dogs <laughs> on their arm. They're like ready just to go for it. And then there's other people who are like, mate, like I'm just doing this as an extra crick. You're like, what the flip? Yeah, like, yeah I think there I was think times that, yeah, where there people was times. thought that others weren't pulling their weight. But then the other people were like, but we are, but we just don't know what else to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've, you've taken our role, so we're stuck. Like, what do we do? It, it's kind of like sometimes people would do extra and then it's like, what you do next like, like if what do we do you know yeah, what I mean? it's hard because some people are like have the mindset of like like they know like what to do and when to do it but then other people like they like say they need to be told like it's like not bad but they just need to be told what to do or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. so it's just like figuring out like who like how the group yeah. dynamic works and how like who yeah. does what but we're all in like that's our why the roles proper roles now yeah and we yeah. all know and like we i think we're all completely equal in what we do in the yeah. group and like yeah there'd be some people that make more toys and there'd be other people that wouldn't make as many but then we would do more like things like we would ring places or yeah. like like go to the events and stuff like take the photos like you know what i mean it's we all have jobs and we all like the new roles have meant that we're all like literally putting the equal amount into the business so yeah cool uh one of the questions we so we always end interviews with kind of a couple of stock questions people questions we ask everyone and just kind of hear their different responses the one of them is one of the big things we try to do this podcast is to celebrate people because northern Irish people typically uh don't like talking about themselves you know what i mean like you're like oh you're class and they're like ah no 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 i'm all right like i'm all right uh so one of the questions we kind of put in there is tell us one of the most successful moments of your life now for you guys, I'll kind of re-spin that into what was the most successful moment for Rag Dogs so far? Winning. I just think <laughs> winning was the I think it's just final. definitely winning the North Carolina yeah. final, yeah. It was, that so was something that we, ca- like, obviously we wanted to win and that was our goal, but it was nearly unexpected. We kind yeah, of were yeah. sitting there like, honestly, it was really we don't surreal. think it was us. Really, like, yeah. really, like, it's really intense. <laughs> I, think for, I think it's safe to say for all of us, like, that was definitely a highlight of, like, well, for me anyway, like it was definitely a highlight of my life. Like yeah. it sounds, it sounds, but it, it really was. Like honestly, like I didn't when we started it. Like I really didn't. Like obviously, I knew it was good, and I knew that. But I after that, like St George's market, I was like flip. Like I think weird. that's what motivated us that we wanted yeah. to do better because we seen our competition then mm-hmm. kind of as well. But we just thought, right, we yeah. were in this to win it. But I knew how much hard work we all put in, so I feel like that was like showing. So I think, like in a way, like we did deserve it. Like, yeah <laughs> but that was definitely the highlight definitely, definitely. Without a doubt. yeah and it's even just the whole experience like i was i was there in city hall that night and it's like a big dinner and everyone's suited and booted and like 
Like it's just a class experience, yeah. like isn't it? It was really, yeah, yeah. It was really nice. Uh, magician. You, yeah, the magician. <laughs> the magician didn't come to us. And the dancers we were, were class. Do you remember yeah, the dancers? Yeah, this magician for about a month. <laughs> there was going to be this magician, and yeah, the magician was there, but it didn't come to our table. And we were like waving at we him. Like, like, we were like, we were like staring yeah. at him, like, come on, come on. He never even came. We so funny, Polly. Like, uh, I actually relate to you. Like, when people ask me that question, I actually say, like, was the most successful moment of your life? I always say it's actually it's winning. It's like being there yeah. at the dinner. And just in like, that moment, because yeah, like there's yeah. obviously things that have gone on that I'm I'm really proud of, and I'm more proud of than having a t-shirt company, obviously. Yeah. But something about like in that moment, it's just like all the hard work, all the effort, it just kind of like pays off in that instant, yeah. and you're like, wow. It was really emotional. It, it was. Was. I was like, <laughs> you're crying. Like, crying, so upset, like yeah, not upset, like, <laughs> but like happy, <laughs> happy <Not> crying. <laughs> Why did we <laughs> win? <laughs> no, but I think like. I don't know. I just I feel like it was like so like it's always been something that I've not ragdogs and like I've not wanted to do ragdogs since I was born, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like putting myself out there and like being in business is something that I've felt like is always people have always said to me, Oh, like you'll be into business, like blah blah blah. So I feel like now like the time like it's actually come and I'm like flip, like we've actually just won Northern Ireland Company of the Year. Mm. And like it's just a bit mad, like it's cool. I know. Honestly, we all sat around the table holding hands, and we were all, yeah, like, we were all like, <laughs> squeezing each other's yeah. hands. And then they announced it, and I didn't hear it because I was like <laughs> in the thing. And then they said it, and I, our business advisor was like, "Yeah," and it, like her <laughs> face, picture. and it was amazing. And then like we all just started crying, and we were like, "What the flip?" So so good. There's a really scundering uh, video of us. I actually found it yesterday. Oh. Uh, of us, we made a video of like our final, like going and getting, mm-hmm. and we like we were so daft, like we like rented a limo and we were like we used like company money to like pay for this limo we would not do that again and but it's like it's us and it's like eight years ago and like i get you see it you see the camera turn around like whenever it's like it's announced that we win and like all of us are just like we're so scundered you know what yeah, i mean like because yeah, we're yeah. so There's so happy and it looks like i've won a grammy like i'm standing there like, yeah. like, we're like in the corner like and then even, like, like it's honestly it's my favorite photo it's so and the, like somebody did take a video of our reaction and like you can just hear the screams so good. And, I, and then you just turn on to me and Catherine are like fully crying and, and, like, like, my eyes and it was just it was oh it was just so surreal like it was amazing and like I'm not being like but it was quite nice to like win over other companies because we were like do you know what like yeah, yeah not gonna mention any names but it was nice to a wee bit of friendly competition like yeah, you were saying exactly, Catherine yeah. if it wasn't for just St George's Market that wee bit of encouragement it's all good yeah uh, I think you have to lose to appreciate winning oh, oh take good. that microphone out of the stand and drop it <laughs> unbelievable cool uh, the kind of twin to the last question of success is tell us about the most challenging moment of the ragdogs tale it was definitely that I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> a little fight. It wasn't really a fight. It wasn't a fight. It was a disagreement yeah. on yeah. this stuff. And it was... But, it, but, but would you not say, like, most challenging is, like, keeping up with, well, like... Fair. Yeah, like, demand. challenge. Yeah, like, actual challenge in the company is that. Yeah. But, like, but challenging it is moment. a challenge in business. It's like... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you say about... So, like... We've like we've already said, but like keeping up with demand, like getting the supplies from charity shops and like getting the toys made and everything. It's just it's hard to keep it up with demand and that was a challenge we all faced because we all needed to be like, right, I need to spend like an hour do- making like five toys, like it's just <laughs> mentally Yeah. Nice. Get comfy, Polly, you may as well. <laughs> <laughs> work away just just you um, recline there don't fall off your chair a wee then. funny moment was i'll tell you this so before the ragdogs final um i fell down the stairs not not before it was jennifer lawrence style yeah, or so it was on the thursday and on the tuesday and another Got thing you. i fell down the stairs and tore my ligaments so i had to oh. go to the ragdogs final in slides <laughs> which is quite you know what i actually remember that yeah. i remember being like why is, is that just like the cool thing to do yeah, like wear sliders i was wearing a big bandage up my leg and a big pair of sliders and everyone was like laughing at me and i was like and then every single person who came up to you like look i'm wearing sliders yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's because i wanted to like people i didn't want people to think i was choosing to wear yeah because you I could kind of see them through yeah so. and then i was wearing a wee pair of sliders and everyone was like fully why are you wearing that <laughs> <laughs> can't wear heels what has been your biggest lesson from young enterprise journey and this is personally you can all say something if you want you don't have to say something feel no pressure you go first uh my biggest lesson you've been nominated as tribute yeah um maybe like 
perseverance. Like, it's like, it's hard to keep going and keep motivated, especially like when there's that period of time where like between say St. George's and Victoria Square, where we have to keep on making products and making the presentation, but there's like, there was nothing in that time. So there was no like, almost like no encouragement because we hadn't won anything yet and we still had to keep on making all these toys for Victoria like Victoria Square so then and then to get to Victoria Square and then win something was like a real motivation but I definitely think like perseverance and knowing that there could be like a good outcome was like really like yeah so I think the biggest thing I've learned is that like you know in life like you need to like if you believe some like if you believe in something and you believe that something's gonna work and you have a passion for something like don't let anything stop you like we have had like you know like little setbacks along the way and like we have you know there's been times we've been like oh like this isn't gonna work but like I think all of us genuinely have such a passion and I think it's a big lesson to learn is that like if you have a vision and you have like a dream for something like just like try your best and work hard and try like just really work towards your goal and like you will be rewarded like I thought that I especially after St George's I was like flip like this isn't like nothing's gonna happen out of this but then I think after that we were all motivated and we were like okay like look at this look at the work we've put in like we can do this and I think if you have a mindset of that and a positive mindset rather than looking at it negatively then you're you'll be great it's awesome Another wee question we always ask people is, if you could take anyone from Northern Ireland out for coffee, who would you take? Where I, would you take them? And why? And they can be dead from, or alive. From Northern Ireland? From NI, Northern Ireland. Yeah, I was going to say that. Eamon Holmes. Yes? Yes, Aim, that's him. Eamon Holmes is my fave. My dream is going this morning. Um, I'm hoping if we win London Eamon Holmes honestly I absolutely love him he is unreal I would take him out I would take him to like a wee place like I'd take him out for a wee dinner you know somewhere like somewhere in Ballyhackamore you know like a wee like Mexican or something a wee Acapulco were you saying Acapulco yeah a wee you know a wee chat maybe a wee wee trip to Cafe Nero Um, take him out you know have a wee chat and if it goes really well a wee Spoon Street after oh brilliant I would (laughs) love to meet him and Holmes that would be unreal cool that's mine what is next for you guys individually and as a team do you think I think our next step is really preparing for London and um, we have a lot like we basically have like a full week this week of ragdogs we've had ragdogs every day and next week is going to be so full as well like getting our presentation ready we have like a big event on Sunday we're going to this like Winnie Hill it's like a kennels in Hollywood and it's like their 18th birthday celebration so we're going to sell there we have U105 tomorrow and Thursday like we have we're going to Wellington on Friday to present our product we have car boot sale next week like we have a lot on yeah. and we need to prepare but I think after the final, like we would like to like look into like rag cats, which has been in we've been in discussion for a while. But I think because a lot of people ask us at trade fairs and stuff like why like I only have a cat, like why don't you have any cat stuff? And we did we did make like a prototype, so we do have an idea for it. So I think that would be like sort of getting that launched and getting that in the works would be really good. So yeah, sweet. And. Any plans to go to uni for any of you? Any plans to start your own business? Any plans to become a plumber? What's what's it looking like? <laughs> well, we've still got a year next year in school. And then, so I'm not, I'm pushing off to the back of my head. <laughs> I'm not thinking about that yet. Um, but I think definitely continuing ragdogs is like at the top of my to-do list. At yeah. The I want to go to Queen's and do business management. So like, obviously... You know, I've learned a lot from being in Ragdogs, and obviously, I'd like Ragdogs to continue. And hopefully, like if by if we're still in uni and it's still going really strong, like that'll be my focus. But like, I think business management would be like a good degree because I would learn like a lot more, and it's definitely something I want to do. And you know, be like a manager of like a big business or set up my own and like be the like CEO. It's not yeah. fun. Boss lady. <laughs> Girl pal. Get yeah. it done. Um, I want to go into business in university as well, somewhere over here. It doesn't really, I don't know which university yet, but we'll see obviously with the results and stuff like that. And then I don't think I'd mind setting up my own business. I'm kind of like running a wee business with Niels at the minute. Nice. Just finding a wee service. Um, Fantastic. But 
I don't I don't really know. I do I do want to do business and then just kind of see where it goes from there really. Mm-hmm. But um I really enjoyed it at GCSE and A level, so hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> cool. Final question, guys. If you could turn the studio into a time machine and go back to yourselves just whenever you were starting Young Enterprise on the first day, you had a couple of minutes of your own time, what advice would you give yourselves? Don't waste brain power on the scrunchies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like don't waste time on stuff. Yeah. And be po- like I think at the start like we're like they we're quite negative. So yeah. just stay positive the whole time. Yeah. yeah, and I think like probably working as a team more. Cuz I feel like for a while we were just kind of like doing our own thing but we weren't yeah. really like we didn't really have a lot of like we didn't have good communication at the start I don't think we were kind of more separated and stuff so I think that would have been maybe better mm-hmm. at the start but it's better now like we've got through that yeah and stuff. definitely cool where started at the bottom now we're here <laughs> <laughs> now you're barking mad about the environment yeah. class yeah. ladies thank you very very much appreciate your time thank you so much thank for you. having us Thanks for and you're barking mad about the environment <laughs> <laughs> making the mad trip from Ballyhack to yeah. here like fair play big, big long journey unbelievable absolutely class crack ladies thank you so much for being a part of this have an absolute blast in London I hope that you enjoy every moment of it that you learn a lot and that you just go and pitch your wee hearts out flip and go for it your company's class you've learned so much along the way and your ability to communicate all that I think has been really, really impressive. So thank you very much for giving me your time and for agreeing to do this podcast. And I wish you every success for the future as well. If it has been your first time listening today, thank you very much. Really appreciate you tuning in. This is a podcast called Best of Belfast. We release roughly hour-long conversations with incredible people from Northern Ireland every single Monday morning. We've interviewed over 50 people. We do this because we think Northern Ireland is an incredible place to live and that's a place worth celebrating. You can check out who else we've interviewed over at bestofbelfast.org. And that's also where you can contact us to suggest guests. That's also where you can support the show financially to help us on our journey to 100 interviews. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And until next time, all the very best. Cheers. Hi, guys. I'm Rob, and I'm from Queensland, and I'm a proud member of the Best of Belfast Producers Club. I listen to the podcast for a number of reasons. I love Belfast, Northern Ireland and the country and the people in it. I have a connection with Northern Ireland as our family came to Australia in the 1800s from the beautiful county of Fermanagh. I love what's going on in Belfast, the entrepreneurs, the innovation, the technology and the spirit. My favourite podcast is definitely the Tim Brundle episode, although I do have many other favourites. I support the podcast financially because I believe that quality work deserves fair financial support. It's important that we continue to hear about the amazing people of Northern Ireland and what they are achieving. So if you've been sitting on the fence about joining the Producers Club and you would really miss Best of Belfast if it wasn't here, as I would, I highly recommend considering joining today. You can do so over at bestofbelfast.org. And I look forward to seeing you in the WhatsApp group soon.